roundabout offers the chance to choose a destination. How fast or slow, how cautiously or bravely you approach it. A roundabout provides its user opportunity, danger, but ultimately choice, much like life. Roundabout is a podcast about life, love, journeys, success and failure. Mostly a celebration of living life and making the most of opportunity. G'day Roundabouters. Today I'm privileged to have Sunraysia royalty in the man cave. Well, I think he's royalty anyway. This man has been a champion basketball player, basketball administrator, footy player, basketball coach and mentor in our region since the 1960s. Also, he has owned some iconic businesses in Mildura. His name is Alan Morris. Okay, Al, welcome to the Roundabout podcast. Um, it's fantastic to have you here, mate. It's, um, I've, um, I was thinking today actually about sort of my first memory of you was, and for some reason you must have known me through my dad, like giving me a handful of coins down a putt-putt there <laughs> one day. I don't know. Anyway, so from that day on I remembered you. But, um, mate, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, likewise. Um, well, fire straight in. So can you tell me about your life growing up in Miltura? Like what sort of part of the town did you live in and what was life like? Yeah, well, we lived down in Cherry Avenue um, quite yeah. some time. Yep. And, um, yeah, I um, went to school at the Central School, uh, although, I'd, you know, I'd been in Adelaide and shifted up here when I was about 12. Okay. And, um, and you know, but I was... I was Prior to that, I was born here. Right. Um, but, you know, as folks shifted back there, I went to school there until I was about 12, then yep. came back up here and mm-hmm. went to school at the Central School. Yep. Um, yeah, so, and then on to high school. Okay. Or, you know. Yeah, right. uh, What do they call it now? Secondary college. Senior college, I don't know. Yeah, it seems to yeah. change how so often. So it was the high school then. And yeah. what, what's your sort of, your, your recollection of Mildura as a town back in that, that time frame? Oh, it was a good place to live in. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, we did our things in those days, which yeah. is different to what they do these days. But, For sure. You know, we found, um, you know, things to amuse ourselves. And, yeah. Um, you know, I had a, I had a job um, delivering newspapers uh-huh. at... Got up about six every morning and freezing cold and no fun. we'd go and deliver the newspapers around the place and then yeah. in the afternoon I'd, uh, the Settlers Club, I'd, I'd be there selling um, newspapers there too. So Did that myself. Yeah. I was about a 10-year-old boy yeah. standing out <laughs> the back of the, on a Saturday yeah. night I used to have to stand there and it was 40 cents or whatever for our yeah. son and all the... Pissed bikes walking out the back buying newspapers. <laughs> yeah, quite yeah I mean, I, it was so cold on those mornings and heading yeah. home to warm up your hands and that, you yeah. know. Um, but, yeah, when you look back now, it was, you know, it was all good. Created a work yeah. ethic, I reckon. Well, too true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. so after high school, what what, what did you do? What, what Where did you go work-wise? Oh, well, I, I left when I was 15, actually. Right. Um and, uh, you know, the folks um, sort of weren't overflushed about it, put me through to college or university yep. as they do now. Mm. Didn't happen so much in those days. Um, yeah. And I, I got a job with the post office. Okay. And, um, and then uh, for a little while, I, when I was 15, mm. just left school, um, worked out at the Murbane branch. And I used to have to push my, at 11 o'clock at night, yeah. I'd push my push bike out up Pump Hill, 
out there to the, the post office and where I'd be on all night on yeah. the switchboard. Ah. And, you know, people ring in and you'd take the plug out and put another one in and yep. stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, had, okay. had a bed laying in front of it because I can remember waking up once and banging my head on the, <laughs> on the switchboard. And, um, yeah, so, you know, we were there and... and there was a window there and characters mm. off the street had come up and talked to you and wow. through the window and, um, yeah, okay. so, you know, that passed the time of the early parts of the night. Yep. And um, from there I went um, I went to Adelaide. I'd passed to go through the Moore School in right. Adelaide, and telegraphist, come out of telegraphist or a uh-huh. um, postal clerk. Right. And um, then I left there. Yeah. Um, you know, I had great aspirations. <laughs> At 16, mm. of, um, and it was 16 when I went down. Yeah. Um, and I boarded with some people there in um, Kilkenny, oh, and, yeah. and which is just down the road from the St. Clair Basketball Stadium, uh-huh. just very close to there. Little right. did I know then that I'd, I'd in future be, have a great involvement in basketball. Yeah. Um, so you didn't have an involvement at this time? Were no, you? no, no, but I did <coughs> while I was there. Right. Uh, I was in a Salvation Army youth group. Yeah. And um, they were, you know, taking bids to see who wanted what sport, you know, oh. to, out of the youth club. Yeah. And I, I wanted to play cricket. Oh. You know, I was hell-bent on playing cricket. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I'd never really played it much or anything, mm. but I thought that's what I'd like to do. Um, and yeah. anyway, so we lost the vote and the guy there was... Uh, quite a good basketballer. Yeah. And the vote went his way, so we kicked off at the back of a church uh, down in Henley Beach. Yeah. It was the first game we started and, um, yeah, it sort of kicked on from there. But I I was pretty upset, actually, that they didn't go cricket. I I was pretty narky, actually. (coughs) And um, so, yeah, it it went on from there and then um, I came home here. Uh, You know, on my motorbike, I... um, but in between time, I, I left the post office yeah. to take this job on, riding a motorbike right around Adelaide when I was 16, wow. picking up films from chemist, and um, and yeah. I did that for just on 12 months. So like a courier, really? Yeah, yeah, and picking up those... films, delivering, and, uh, and yeah. they were in Gawler Place, yep. so I had to ride into the city and... Um, uh, you know, drop him off in the Ilford films. But he wow. told me, the, the boss, because I said, look, I really want to go overseas and a yeah. mate and I want to uh, work a passage over to England ah. and go over there and work for yeah. a while. I mean, this is at 16. Gee. And um, anyway, so, um, you know, it didn't happen. The boss said, look, I can get you a job at Ilford uh, yeah. in London, you know. So oh. I thought, well, that sounds pretty good. Sound so good. anyway, but it never eventuated. It's yeah. one of those dream things. Yep. And, um, Here comes the rain. Yeah. We'll, um, um, we'll deal with that. And so um, I stuck that out for 12 months. Yep. I was doing um, probably 200 k's a day on the wow. bike. What sort of bike? 100, well, I, I had a Harley yeah. at 16, a 10, 10, 12 Harley. Nice. The first time I test run it, I on Henley Beach Road, I yeah, I, they they let me go for a test ride. Would wow. you believe? <laughs> and a big thing. I'd, yeah. I'd had a smaller motorbike then. Yeah. And you shot out into the road, and I'm trying to get the controls. I was shot right out in the middle of the road, just as well. The traffic's not like it is today. Yeah. And anyway, then I got control of it, and yeah, and um, yeah, went back, and I end up buying it. Um, but uh, it was a side 
side shift, oh, uh, gear yeah. shift. So yeah. what year would that have, like a, what year? Oh, it was 10, 12. I don't know. Well, that would have been, oh, 1950. It was probably fifties. Uh, oh, they'd right. been they'd been brought out for the South Australian Police. Yep. And it was was really had a quick acceleration. Yeah. Um, made out of um, five hundred um, no six fifty aerial. Yeah. And it, it would take years yeah. uh, on acceleration, but then he gradually you it's know passed me. But they had sidecars fitted to them. Ah. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, so I used to get around with that at night. And I had yeah. an LE Velocette. Water cooled for uh, it's coming down. Wow, it's coming down. <laughs> uh, a water cooled Velocette. Yeah. Um, but because you leave the thing running, the bike running when you run in to pick up the films yep. from the chemist, and um, and then you know off you go. But it, that was a lot better than the motor overheating. You know. Okay. So I had a bike used during the day and one at night. So. Yeah. Much wow. of the disgust of my parents, but they, they were still living up here, but I was boarding, so. Okay. I didn't know you were into bikes. Oh, I've been. Oh, I had several yeah, before I was too. through. Yeah, I've had plenty. Yeah. And most recent was Harley. Uh, I think the second most recent was the Harley. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, when I was probably 14, 15. Mm. Um, oh, 14, sorry, B. Uh, yeah. I, I had a little paratroopers bike. Right. That's what I started on. Yeah. And, yeah, we used to sneak it down to where, um, down at the lock. The hills, oh, yeah. and we'd be riding in around all there, and then we'd walk wow. at home after that. It would have been good fun down there, and back yeah, then, yeah, it was, not, yeah. Well, not we like were in Cherry Avenue, which was just down right the road there. from yeah. it, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, awesome. so that then I came back here, uh, on a um trip back, yeah. I went down Deacon Avenue, and right out front of the Pres- Presbyterian Hall, there was all these lights, yeah, and it was them playing out the front on the front lawn. That's where the association started, on the front right. lawns of the Presbyterian Church. You, you Which can, is, where they've got there. a big function room at the side, looking straight onto it. Yeah, there's a massive function room. It was right in front of there. And there was basketball courts there. A, wow. a one basketball one. court. Yeah. So they they yeah. they had tryout games in the drill hall. Yeah. Uh, but they weren't allowed to use it. Oh. So um, for for competition, they, right they had a few tryout nights, and then had nowhere to go. So they, um, and it was a Methodist mission uh, mm. um, minister, um, Blanksby. Mm. But this, this was out front of the Presbyterian Church, so they must have had a connection in, in yeah. there too as well. But anyway, it, it was wearing the lawn out and all that sort of thing. Uh. So then they shifted out the back onto a couple of tennis courts. Right. And and, and I'd come back at that time and yeah. I ended up playing there. Okay. On those courts back there. So that would have been possibly the first um yeah, first first year. Yeah, the end of the first year. So the first year of organised basketball mm. in Mildura. Yeah, so wow. Um, goes back away. It does, mate. Yeah. And it's funny, you know, that list sort of. Obviously, I've got a few questions written down, and the next one was kind of when did you know basketball was the sport that you loved? And uh, <laughs> I mean, in one way, I think that moment if you saw the lights and you know, but maybe yeah. not. Maybe you know, you've obviously spent. Thousands upon thousands of hours, you know, in that. <laughs> yeah, in that. plus. <laughs> has it, is there a, like a defining moment where you just something clicked or did, was it a gradual? 
Oh, I'd say it'd be gradual. I, yeah. I, I really like playing it. Yeah. Um, as I said, I really wanted to play cricket, but yeah. never did. Jeez, I'm um, glad you didn't, mate. There'd be thousands of kids that would never have been coached. Yeah. Probably, <laughs> or, you know. Yeah. Um, actually, I ended up playing cricket in, um, in Hong Kong. Right. On the Hong Kong cricket ground because we, the over 35s, I, I, so I was playing footy. Game. Yeah, we was playing footy and um, yeah. in the over 35s. Yes. And we'd won the, Sunraysia had won the, um, uh, you know, Super Rules grand final. It was the World, wasn't it, or something? World Super Rules, was <laughs> yeah. it, or something? Well, there probably, yeah, there was. Bobby but, Stevens told me he was a world champion. Yeah. I think he was in that team, wasn't he? I tell you what, he played a long time. Yeah, he was yeah. in that same team. Yeah. So yeah. when we won. Um, yeah. Bendigo, um, Bendigo, we played Mount Gambier actually okay. in the grand final and Bendigo and Ballarat played off for third and fourth. Right. And just prior to our game, um, a guy flakes out on the oh. court right near the dressing sheds wow. and, um, and dies. Oh. So, and he's at his wife and, and our trainer, uh, Lockie Thomas, yeah. he, he was out there working on him. You know, Gee. till the medics came, and the mother and the, the daughter are there crying. Wow, you know, that's and hard, isn't it? Yeah, it was terrible. And he apparently had pains, but sort of kept going. Yeah, you know, and uh, yeah, and and yeah. they Lockie had worked on him, and he reckoned he got him around. Yeah, and then but he'd slipped away again, and mm. the me- medics arrived, and they actually carried him out. But uh, yeah. Oh, this might be distressing to family. Oh, oh yeah, that, look, it's yeah, but, possibly, um, right, but yeah, it's, it was a terrible thing, and yeah, um, then we we that game finished, and that was a runner-up game between mm. third and fourth, and then we had to go out and play football after, after that. that. Yeah, oh, so geez, that's... but you know they they say that you you know you've got to um, respect the, yeah you know you. Um, how you play the game and, and yep. play it a bit different, but it doesn't, doesn't happen. You know, you see the ball in front of you. You go. And you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, it was still the odd shirt front. But, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, yeah that, that was, it was caused through his ticker. And yeah. They said he died a, an hour later at wow. the hospital. So, so but you mentioned you played, so did you play cricket on the cricket ground or footy on yeah, the Yeah, well, so we went as a team to, um, to Hong Kong. Yeah. And, um, yeah, uh, yeah, and played, um, and, and I hadn't played cricket before, so but they were short. They'd had some injuries in the footy game yeah, yeah. and they couldn't play, so I had to go up and, and, and got some white shorts and white shirt because it's on the Hong Kong cricket ground. Yeah. And they, they brought out, they, they had a waiter and he came out with a bow tie to have drinks wow. partway through the game. Awesome. And uh, anyway, they held the game up for half an hour because I didn't have creams. Oh, Didn't have, I had shorts, white shorts, and I'd bought them, yeah. you know, because I've got to be white, yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so, yeah, the, and then they let it proceed. Well, mm. they must have got special permission, so. <laughs> but anyway. Um, no, no, I don't know many people or any people that have played cricket. on. I've seen that it's a beautiful ground. I've yeah, seen yeah. Oh, it's, uh, it was the yes. highest valued land in the world or wow. something. I don't know. Yeah. That, yeah. That's what we heard at the time. Yeah. So. Now, they do those kinds of things well, though, in Hong Kong, don't they? They're, yeah. The, the, oh, big time! They really, yeah. Had yeah, a night at Happy Valley. Oh yeah, the, the I didn't get to track. Happy Valley yeah. when I went there. Yeah, the boys had a few wins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and it's, I've heard those stories. It's pretty. Um, yeah. It's serious business out there. They reckon. Like, oh, big time! Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're crazy about. Yeah, it. I can't think mm. about. Money's too hard to get to. Yeah, do it, do it that <laughs> Just way. Throw it down the drain. Yeah. yeah so. Um, 
So a little random question. And I don't know if you know the answer or not, but uh, do you ever do you know? But being that you've been involved in basketball since its inception, pretty well, do you know who the first game was that was played at the what is now the old stadium? I still call it the basketball stadium, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I won't get into controversy, but no. Anyway, uh, the, yeah, the, the the stadium was an atmospherical court. Yeah, that's the one. That's <laughs> yeah. the one. Um, Do you know who it was? Oh, the first game. Yeah. Yeah, it was um, us. Us versus Dandenong. Right. Yeah, it was a all star. You know, all star like team from here. Yeah. Played Dandenong. Oh. Yeah. And that was the first game. Yeah. Yeah, right. Barry Knights, yep. he was in it, Owen Zabel, yep. myself, um, and then the girls Stan had Prinky, Mar- Margaret like Bell. Yeah, yeah, Stan, Stan would have been in yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, Stan's a, yeah. he was a great player. Yeah, he's won, on the on a roll down there. One of, yeah, the MVP yeah. twice. Yeah. yeah. So, um, right. Yeah, and the, what year was I, that? I think Graham Kelly played too. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, he was, he's related to... Uh, Jack Saunders. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's and right. Steve, Steve Saunders, yep. yeah. So. Yeah, okay. oh, that's where the basketball pedigree comes from. Then. Well, it's through the April, though. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, mm. And did you win? Do you, do you remember? I don't remember. No, no. It was a while ago. We, we <laughs> couldn't have won because <laughs> you like to forget the losses, yeah. don't you? Oh, they're probably a bit good for us, but, you yeah, know, Danny Ong. City teams are always happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, That'd be a good quality. Yeah. Don't well, even know what the score was. That's something I've often wondered about, and now I know the answer, so yeah. <laughs> that's cool. I can show you the list. I've, I'd love to see it. Yeah. I think, yeah. Um, yeah, beyond this podcast, we'll probably spend some time. I, I think it's a real opportunity for someone to pick up the historical side of basketball. I don't know if anyone else is interested or is doing it or <laughs> any of those things, and... Um, it's right on there. Yep. Yeah, excellent. Um, so the Mildura Mavericks. So I'm. My recollection is that you were very involved in the yeah. creation of that. How mm. did that come about? Well, um, Bruce McDonald, uh, who actually kicked off the uh, the VBL uh, mm. women. Now there was an outer, uh, virtually outering of players, right. and Phil Blake coached it. And um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, it was the Snell girls, and yeah. and um, oh, there was you know quite a few of the Altringa players. Yep. Um, and um, anyway, they um, uh, was they'd played two seasons, I think it was. Mm. Um, yeah, they played two seasons, and then they started to think we'll bring men into it. Uh-huh. And we'll set it up as um, you know, like a, an elite league. Mm. Um, you know, we like people seem to forget that we had good basketball here prior to that. Yeah. You know, uh, mm. they think this is where basketball started, but that's not as the case. As a kid, I remember that's not the case. going once my dad played. But you know, I think of guys that you know, you were a wrinkle, I reckon, at that point. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. early '80s here when yeah. I was, you know, 10, mm. 11, 12. You know, Bob Forkhead, Wilbur Peck, yeah, yeah. the Mills brothers at Elche. Yeah. Um, Blackwood like Boys. Yeah. Who's that? Blackwood Boys. I don't know. They were with, they were with us, I Rimple. Okay. Very good players. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right, though. Like that. Jeff I mean, Lowe's. And basketball back then, it was like a, it was serious. It's not that oh, it's not serious now, yeah, but it's yeah. full of, as we know, young fellas and young women now. Mm-hmm. Whereas 
back then it was yeah it was deadly serious it was, it was and we yeah. used to get we just massive crowds Huge. back then the grand you know, finals like, were yeah you couldn't move in there no no um, was, and that was for that was for a grade which is now yes. premier league yeah um so yeah it was massive um but anyway this is more promoted yeah and it's you know promoted as an elite league i mean yeah. we used to have a conference series mm. which is very similar you yeah. know play against swan hill bendigo all that sort of thing. And we had the championships, you know, yeah. we had the Northern District Championships. Um, yeah. We, we beat, beat um, Bendigo in 67. Mm. You know, it was always a thing to beat Bendigo, you know. Still is. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. still good. Yeah, that's... At, having coached a bit against them, yeah, they're, yeah. they're always good. They're um, always good. So, yeah, it was um, it started off and he, he promoted it. He was from Swan Hill, yeah. but he was uh, one of the directors for um, mm. Vic Country. And, yeah, it took off from there and Mm. never stopped. I mean, we had – when we were going through those stages of setting it up, there's a lot of cost building up. We we had that time, Bruce Smythe, Andy Gordon and myself. Mm -hmm. We had a meeting with – There's your phone out. (laughs) We'll edit that out. Maybe. Maybe not. That's the atmosphere. Yeah, well, we had a meeting with – uh, Lindsay Anderson yep. uh, at his home mm-hmm. and um, uh, I'd sort of approached him prior to that when Bruce rang me yeah. about because I was sort of involved in Vic Country as well. And, yep. and um, anyway, so we had a meeting, um, ran it past Lindsay, he was interested. Mm. So he, he organised a meeting for um, the three of us went, yeah. and um, which was myself, Bruce Mythe and, and Andy Gordon. Um, and um, yeah. everybody was keen to give it a crack. Mm. And um, so it, it was so much work. We had to build grandstands in there and yeah. and corporate boxes, and we did that, Barry McTaggart and myself, yep. built all the um, corporate boxes that have been taken down now. And I can't remember the corporate boxes. Yeah, they're right up. Yeah, up, I, I've got the... pictures of them somewhere. Yeah, okay. But, yeah, mm. up the back... On the score uh, score table side, yeah. where it is, score table was on the other side. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, uh, you know, like that. they shifted that. Uh, I don't know whether it was to view the the scoring board. Oh, maybe. Uh, yeah, it might have been. I don't yeah. know. But, um, yeah. So Ronnie Ryer, was he the first? Yeah, he, he come in here. He came in about 80, 88. 88. I'm thinking yeah. 88 too. Yeah. And... Um, he was unbelievable, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, and, well, yeah. Uh, you know, like he was brought here virtually, uh, you know, with this in mind. Yeah, a marketing then, tool, pretty much. Yeah, and then yeah. Um, New Zealand came through. They were they were touring from, and they were an NBA NBL side in yeah. New Zealand. Yeah, um, and they came through. They were going from the bottom of Australia up through to the top, and right. we're in the middle. Yeah, so they played Adelaide here and. Somewhere halfway up, and then yeah. up north. Uh, and um, anyway, there's Tony Strange. You heard of Tony? Too. Yeah, we talked him into staying. And um, wow. and, well, he's, he just and never he's kept big, going. He just yeah, stayed here. Yeah, and he's That's six good. foot six. Oh, I think he might have come back. Yeah, finished the tour. Mm. Um, six foot six guy. Um, and they did a bit of picking, and yeah. we lost our six foot six guy because he didn't like the picking <laughs> too much. I don't think. <laughs> But Tony stayed around. He was good. And, uh, he was a great asset. He was a, um, yeah, I sort of think of a, t- 
Tony Modra type of, you know, the girls loved him, the oh, coach yeah. loved him because he was a great player. It was he, you yeah. know, that sort of guy. Like um, um, When we played up at Swan Hill, yeah. Um, they they were in various buses. We had about three buses went up yeah. because you know people were that you know stoned on it. Yeah. yeah. And anyway, so they they put Ronnie and and um, Tony in one one thing. Yeah. All the kids were trying to get in that bus, so they switched <laughs> over to the other bus, and they were trying to run from one to the other. And yeah. they had all these dolls. <laughs> You know, yeah. They, yeah, they get those shaking head things yeah, nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, these kids had dolls and that, you know, oh. of, of Ronnie Ryer and yeah. Tony Strange. And they were big sort of yeah. stars in a way, yeah. weren't they? I mean, and so that was in 89, 89 we, we yeah. kicked that off. Yeah, okay. Um, but, yeah, and, you know, uh, Andy, I think, was that sort of um, ran the sponsorships through to um, yep. Qantas... Qantas, yeah, um, that's right. well, Qantas Link. They used to fly to Melbourne and stuff, didn't they? Yeah, back yeah. Then. So they they sponsored yeah. us for quite yeah. a And then when you know you got along the track, and that was on the downward road. Once yeah. they pulled the pin, yeah, is when we started to yeah. to go down. Mm. But Bruce Spice did a lot of lot of work too, yeah. as well as Andy. Yeah, uh, so and Andy's still coaching. He's come back. Yeah, he's coaching he's his grandson. I've coached. I actually had the pleasure to coach against him this year. At oh, Reading, did you? Which was nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, he's yeah, a good he's, man, Andy. And yeah, he, um, he dropped out of the game for a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. through his grandson that's brought him back. So yeah, oh, that's and what it is. Yeah, don't forget the stuff that he knew. Like yeah. you know, oh, it uh, comes back. Yeah, because did yeah. he coach the women's? No, he coached the men. The men. Yeah, for a, for a year or so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, and. Um, then we we sort of went, we stayed in uh, VBL, yeah, uh, or CVIBL, and yes. then we went went up from there. Okay, um, so Country Victorian Invitational Basketball League, yeah. is it? Yeah, yeah. Then, which is the things having hanging up in the stadium yeah. atmosphere, yeah. as you called it. That's right. And then they changed uh, it to um, VBL or something. Yeah, and then it went to and yeah. Um, yeah. Then we went to um, B, uh, ABA. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which is NBL one now. Yes. So these names change all the time. Oh, I don't know yeah. why. But yeah. isn't it amazing to think we had basketball in Mildura at that level mm. in those, oh, well, that time? You know, top stars coming into the town. They say that, you know, there's all this happening with the news precinct yeah. with um, the NBL side, but mm. that's all that happened before. You know, we've, yeah. we've had it, we've had that at different times for years. Mm. We had all star teams playing here, like. Bendigo, uh, um, Geelong, Great Shape Cats. Oh, how good And are then they? the All Stars, yeah. you know, like. Um, Remember the Crawford American All Stars and the, the guy smashed the backboard on the. Yeah, open, yeah. In the oh, warm-ups? Wasn't that that game? I was there. Yeah. It was about 1980. Um, and they shifted right. over to court two. They go to court two and yeah. it was, everyone and, jammed into a and tiny the guy, space. The guy approached uh, Gus to, can I have the ring? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> he, he didn't give it to him. No. <laughs> he <laughs> wasn't going well, No. I forgot about him. Yeah, well, he, he was there for 13 years. Yeah. He used to yeah. run it on his own. Yeah. 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 So, um, did, so did Dot Nash. She ran yeah. back on her own. And that, it seems to be a really common trend, doesn't it? And I can think back, you know, I've been going there since I was five or six or seven and that's 40-odd years and mm-hmm. you can nearly rattle it, you know, Mrs McGinty on the door for how long? Yeah, yeah. Old June, like, you know. Yeah. Um, and there were all, another husband and wife team. I can't and all their, all their kids were great players. Yeah, and, and, and the grandkids And now. the grandkids now. Yeah, and that's the through. awesome thing about um, Yeah. 
I know you can see over there my old school Sonoza yeah. basketball flags. They're I treasured had the, memories. I had them made up in Adelaide. Really? Yeah. Port, yeah. port displays because yeah. we were saving for the stadium. Mm. So we had to, you know, so we started making up flags mm. for, um, you know, but they were more printed on yeah. than those. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we'd save money to go towards the stadium. Yeah. And, yeah, they... Um, we incorporated those, but they stayed there for quite a, quite a lot for of a long years. Time, well, that, yeah. That's about 82, 83, 84, yeah, I think so three grand finals The, the cost of trophies was pretty enormous. And, yeah, still and is. That, that was a big save for us yep. doing that. But, um, yeah, so, that, you know, like uh, those people did so much for the game. Yep. You know. and Agree, agree. And, you know, there's still, I don't know, I'm a, still a basketball, or not still, I am currently a basketball administrator and there's, there is so much work that goes in. Oh, yeah, well, see, prior to that, in the early, you know, years, probably yeah. in the 60s, mm. um, we didn't have any contacts like emails and Exactly. And you had to get texts. on the old, yeah. You had to get on. You had 60-odd teams to contact. And wow. when, when I did it, for six years I did it, mm. you had to contact them by phone and then they brought in stabilisation, mm. which meant there was eight teams um, to contact. Yep. And that that reduced it considerably. Yeah. So that was a, a turn for the people that were running it, yep. uh, like us, um, mm. to be able to just connect, you know, but 60 phone calls to yeah. let people know things, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, I know. That's, and they'd pass on their teams. We but, are fortunate now to have the email oh, and text and Facebook and all that. Technology is unbelievable, <laughs> yeah. Um, mate, before we hit the record button, you were telling me a story about um, looking through my stuff here and, about meat and spud web, and I reckon that's something that's got to go on record. That that story. So I, I mean, um, pretty fortunate to meet the. You could, can you call him the best dunker ever because he was five foot? Oh, because he size five seven. Five yeah. seven. That's a, yeah. Not that much shorter than me, to be honest. Yeah, some some claim five six, some claim five seven. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I was in Vegas and I heard this alumni game was advertised. Yeah. And um, so I thought I'd shoot out there. It's one of the school's alumni. It's that all yep. the old players come back, yes. older players, okay. and they play a game against one another. Yep. And I got there and, and Spud Webb and uh, Dominic Wilkins yep. was there. Another was great in, dunker. Yeah. Yep. And uh, anyway, they were there for halftime entertainment because it was uh, their friend, Reggie Theus, was yep. from that college and uh. he would have invited them to come and... Yeah. Do half time. And I, I still got film of it at home. Wow. And um, I had a new pair of boots out in the car. Yeah. And okay. I went down and, and met him. Yeah. Uh, well, said good day to him because they're, they're really open, those guys. Yep. And, um, well, they were then. Um, but I said, I've got a new pair of boots I've just bought. Can you sign them for me? <laughs> awesome. And um, so, okay. So I. I came back in and when I come back in and he said, look, I'll call Dominic over and you've, you um, say good day, mate, to him. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so he called him over and yeah. um, <laughs> and I said good day, mate. When I, they both cracked up laughing. They would when, love that. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, then Dominic, I had the, the uh, door stub. Yeah. So I asked Dominic whether, he'd, um, whether he'd sign it and uh, Bruce, my son, Ben. Ben, yeah. 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 Um, I said, could you sign it to him because he's, you know, a mad NBA yeah. fan. Yeah. And he's only a kid then. Yeah. And um, anyway, he signed it and put his wow. name on it. And, yeah, really open. Anyway, Spud signed the things. Yeah. 
I uh, had them in the cupboard, um, <laughs> hardly used them for four or five years. Didn't bring them out, didn't show them to anybody. Yeah. And so I thought I might as well wear these boots and I, <laughs> I wore them out and the name oh. rubbed off and, yeah, so you anyway. probably threw away you don't a few what, grand there. Yeah, don't know what you got, <laughs> you know. Sort of. Wow. Um, and so you did lots of trips to the States? Like, uh, 16, 16 times. Trips. Yeah, won a, won a couple of trips with Papa Golf, uh, yep. owner of the year, a mm-hmm. couple of times. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that was all paid to go, so right. seminar. Went there with uh, two of the universities, was Patrick Hunt from the Institute of Sport, uh-huh. um, to do with the NITP coaches. Yeah. Uh, we spent a month over there going to um, uh-huh. um, Indiana. Yeah. Where, uh, where Bobby Knight was. Bobby Knight, yeah. yeah um, Is he the greatest coach ever, do you reckon? Bobby Knight? Oh, debatable, but he was mm. one of the good ones. He's <laughs> when he, wa- when he wasn't system. throwing chairs across yeah, the court. He was mad, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you, oh, we got time. We got time, mate, for sure. <laughs> we were there, and this guy was wearing a mask, right? And um, it looked like a Friday, Friday the 13th mask, yeah. And anyway, so we, we started asking questions, and um, anyway, it turns out that there was. Uh, he, he was a Bosnian. He yeah. brought in from Europe, I guess. Mm. And there was about six foot, uh, six foot three. He was about six eight. Yeah. And six foot three, um, uh, yeah, African American guy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so they were they were niggling one another, yeah. you know, and pushing and shoving. So Bobby Knight said, "Righto, bring him in." And um, so he said, "Go for it." So the parents. Oh. <laughs> The, the African-American guy, no, punch up. Oh. I can't believe it. But wow. this was relayed to us from the assistant coach. Gee whiz. And um, so he broke the guy's jaw <laughs> and he had two hours getting it fixed up. Gee so, whiz. Um, yeah, you, you a sort, little of, bit nuts there, sort of wondered, wondered at him doing that. So yeah. we're getting a second hand from the assistant coach. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so... <laughs> Incredible scenes, but even at the time we were there, he had to wear a mask because yeah. of that injury. So uh, I think That's... there probably would have been something to say. But I come across Bobby Knight. Mm. Um, where were we in um, another area? Um, and he was at the University of Texas. Yeah. And I walked into the stadium because I had to go to a thing there for Papa Golf for mm. the world putting titles. And um, there was this massive picture. And I thought, that looks like Bobby Knight. Yeah. And um, anyway, lo and behold, it was. He'd shifted from, he'd been shifted oh. on from um, Indiana. On, yeah. Which he's assimilate, you know, everybody assimilates him with that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he was in the University of Texas. Right. Um, and um, so he, he was going to be guest speaker at the World Putting Title yeah. thing. Um, but anyway, he didn't he was crook or something? He uh, didn't go. He's a bit volatile, but, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. But and but we met him. He's been in. Um, we spent at Indiana University. Mm. We spent um, five days there. Right. And we were his guests. The, yeah, the, that's pretty cool. The, yeah. Well, they had about eight hundred coaches there. Yep. And it, like you, you wouldn't believe the coaching um, mm. clinics, and um, they and they were advertising for people to put them in their homes. Because uh-huh. they couldn't find accommodation. Yeah. And um, anyway, it's it's just a different world, you know. They so take their sport the, to another level. Yeah. I mean, you could pay 10 bucks and have your 
have your thing sign or a photo taken with him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, okay. That sort of deal. Um, so, you know, they've got to make money, I suppose. Well, oh, that's it. And they're yeah. very good at making money out of everything the Americans, yeah. but, gee, they do such a good job. Oh, some, of those, some of those colleges, yeah. you see the shooting machine here, which you're familiar yeah. with. Yeah. And they're worth 14000 here, but they're only yeah. worth seven in the States. Mm. But some of the colleges have six of them. And wow. that's forty odd thousand dollars they're paid out <laughs> for shooting machines. machines yeah, so the guys can use them all day, every day. But. I have seen um, Pav's got had of some photos over the years of when he's gone to different colleges, and they are amazing. These places they're really outstanding. Yeah, oh, um, it's a different world. Yeah, yeah, it really is. They got hot hot tubs and cold tubs and all, yeah. everything laid on for it's them. It's professional sport, except the athletes yeah. aren't getting paid. Yeah, well, we went to Kansas to to do watch oh, their yeah. um, their preseason. Jayhawks. We oh, yeah, Jayhawks. Yeah. So we had to sit in a certain area. We're the only ones in the stadium, but we had to sit there. The Greek, yeah. Greek coaches came in after us and sat behind us. They had to sit behind us, oh. and you weren't allowed to go wandering off anywhere. Mm. But they were just playing. Red on blue amongst yeah. themselves, um, yes. you know, in preparation. It wasn't a thing for the crowd to come. Mm. But they had something like um, 17,000 in the stadium mm. uh, for, for Midnight Madness. Yeah. And, and then 3,000 um, overflow on right. a big screen. So <laughs> this is midnight. Yeah. So midnight unbelievable. Madness. Yeah, people wouldn't believe it. So. Jeez. Yeah. Um, Slightly digressing across, away from the basketball, as much as we could probably sit here for a very long time talking basketball because, yeah, I, you know, I, I could listen to it all day. <laughs> um, your business, so, you know, you mentioned putt putt, but to go back a step before that, um, my sources, which is my dad, uh, <laughs> gave me a bit of intel and he, he mentioned, yeah, so you were in business before putt putt, obviously, in automotive. Yeah. So, so yeah. What, I started off a bit. Uh, well, I was sister manager of Pamela Rights, yeah. which were just down the cor- uh, the road from the Ninth um, Street corner, Ninth Street and Madden Avenue. Right. And just across the road from the police station. Yeah. And um, I, um, they were going to close the Pamela branch here, mm. and I had a shift to Horsham mm. if I wanted. It was hardware manager down there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, um, it was a drop in one position, but mm. anyway, it was, you know, still a job to go to. Yeah. Uh, and I'd started building my own home and that, so I didn't want to mm. leave here. Mm. Um, so the servo in the, in the, um, uh, on the corner was up for grabs. Yep. So I took that on. And, um, you know, and, and at that time I... I was playing footy as well mm. and with basketball, so we had a pretty big lift in clientele yeah. and yeah, yeah. it was going really well. And then mm. we, we purchased, uh, uh, you know, and then I started used cars. I was going to Adelaide, picking them up yeah. all the time. Is that and still I, in that same place or in...? Uh, it was, I started, you know, uh, motoring okay. um, and then things got a bit bigger mm. um, and... You know, we couldn't get enough cars here. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I was going to Adelaide yep. uh, to pick them up and then I was playing basketball down there, so I was commuting mm. down, playing down there. Yeah. And, Who did and you back play for in to, Adelaide? Uh, Alberton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. uh, where the Port Adelaide footy mm-hmm. thing is. Yep. Um, yeah, so, you know, that went on for, for a while. Then I purchased mm. the, um, the customs house. 
and Deacon. yeah, it was it was a, a, a salvage yard for right. motor vehicles, mm. and but it was the the old customs end, and there was nothing where anybody said this is it should be safe for posterior or anything. Yeah, so we knocked that down, right, and um, and then built the. Um, garage mm-hmm. part and offices and all that sort of yeah. stuff and I put my car yard there yeah and then later on come across putt putt golf in Adelaide just playing it mm. and I thought Jesus it could go well in Mildura yeah and um and so um I made moves towards that and we split the block so and this is Orange Ave yeah Orange yep. Avenue down down so, where they are now so your car yard was where now Nissan is now is that right no no, no. mine is where Papa Golf is in that all right yeah and uh and the games room and all that was yep. a garage. Ah, right. And the front front offices. Yeah. So we split that and we just had less than the amount of cars we had. Yeah. And um, put the putt-putt golf there. Wow. Made the front rooms into a games room and then eventually closed the garage <laughs> down and yep. shifted all the games out into the big area. Yep. So, you know, it was going pretty well. Mm. And you know, I I wasn't that comfortable selling cars, but yeah. you know, yeah. Um, so you know that seemed a good move, and yeah, went well. And then later on, of course, we built the water slide, yeah, across the road. So yeah, that was one of my questions. It went yeah. like, it's it's sad that, that I mean, as a kid, I you know, I was at it was birthday parties or whatever you were park party. If you had any spare cash, you'd go to park party. Yeah, Aquacosta came along, and that was the same. And to see it not. Going, it's pretty sad. Yeah, it's, well, uh, it's insurance. Yeah, uh, and okay. it's going to be pulled down. Really? Yeah, um, mm. which is a real shame because they it never is. had an accident, and no, and they this this high rate of insurance was crazy. Just um, send the poor people and, out and of they, business. They, they, they hadn't had an accident. No, and and you know we had really good experience, mm. Um, mm. and you know like um, for the the amount of money, but it was from all the uh, Happen up in Queensland. Um, yeah, we, right. We the dream that world and stuff. It went right through the system. So, <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, and then, you know, nobody wanted to insure it, um, uh, all that sort of stuff. It's a shame. But, but see, it's... some of the bigger ones are still going, but they've yeah. probably got a, a bigger volume of income. That they can make and Yeah, on. make adjustments to the, yeah. the price and all that sort of thing. But being a smaller slide, yeah. um, you know, the income's not as great yeah. to be able to cover it. Yeah, it's a massive shame. It feels like in our town, you know, those kinds of things, we just lose those things. The, the roller armor thing, I mean, that's a COVID thing probably, but... Well, uh, you know. I, I estimate it's gone back 40 years, like yeah. for kids entertainment in yeah. the town. And yeah. that's what brings people here is mm. that the kids motivate the And they want to have... The parents want to have somewhere for the kids to go. Yeah. And and that motivates them to go there. If, if yeah. their kids are happy, to, you know... Yeah. So, um, you know, I believe that, and there's the uh, skating's gone, mm. the go-karts are gone, yep. the inflatable world's gone. gone. Mm. It's, it, it would be all uh, associated with that insurance, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know as a kid sort of, you know, going away and playing basketball tournaments, I think it was, was it Kahuna? Kahuna had the water slide, <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> I can and remember cool. the tournaments. At, yeah. Uh, yeah. Robinvale, Swan Hill, Kahuna, we played a tournament one year yeah. against them. That was, that was good fun. That would be the Northern District Championship. Yeah, it? it was, well, I can tell you oh, it was just in 1983, 84. Uh, I was grade 6, year 7 in that yeah. year. Um, 
Bob Forker was our coach, I reckon. Sunray. <laughs> Back in that, you know, we were Sunraiser with the horrible yellow and green. But yeah, well, I, was, anyway. I was Bobby's coach yeah. when we the first under-14 rep team to to go away. Right. Um, yeah. <coughs> and and we... Um, we were going. We were going to take them from Echuca down to um, to the um, Harlem Globetrotters. Oh yeah. And um, anyway, one of the cars broke down, so we had to get the kids and put them in the in the F- FC station wagon. Yeah. And taking the rest of the world in uh, to, uh, to Melbourne. Yeah. Um, in the one car, so we oh. had been overloaded. Jeez, nowadays, mate, that would. I uh, know. Oh, no. <laughs> um, no. So anyway, um, there you go. They were in the back section and mm. stuff. And, um, yeah, anyway, we got by on it, but they weren't going to miss the Harlem Globetrotters. So you saw the Harlem Globetrotters in what I'm thinking is probably about 1960 60, yeah. Mid-60s. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Bobby, Bobby did quote it to me. Yeah. Um, Bob yeah, would a while back, yeah. Yeah. And young uh, Garraway um, was one too. Yeah. Okay. The rest I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> it's back away. Yeah, isn't he? I'd love to get yeah. him on for a chat, actually, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll work one. on that. Yeah. Um, so. Mate, just uh, I'm mindful of your time. Um, I did just want to raise, so the mentor and coaching work that you do and still do pr- prolifically, um, it, you know, I think I mentioned it earlier, you know, the impact that that has had on kids in our area has been enormous for an incredibly long time. Where does that motivation come from to keep doing it? Well, I used to play a lot, and I was still playing at 65 uh-huh. um, in the Masters. Um, yep. But I, I, I love playing. Yeah. Um, and this is a way of being still out there on the court. Still on the court. And motivated. Yep. But, look, kids, they're so rewarding, you know, yeah. that, and you can see what their dreams are and you mm. want to help them you know, achieve yep. that. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's probably what motivates me, I, yep. you know, and, and if you can see them improving mm. and the, the parents come together and say, oh, Joe Blow did this this week, he did that move and that move and, yeah. you know, and, and you can see them improve even in the sessions. So, yeah, um, yeah that stimulates you to, yeah. to keep going. But um, and, and when I had Papa Golf, it's... It was all about the kids too yeah. as well, yeah. even though I played it on a serious basis. Mm. Um, but, yeah, um, very rewarding, the feedback yeah. you get from and the coaching kids. is, I'm only early into my coaching life and I'm at a – you saying you played till you're 65, I'm 50 and I'm sort of half contemplated retirement now because every time – every year I get some new injury. But maybe <laughs> well, I've one. got a few of them, don't yeah. worry. <laughs> Um, yeah, that, I mean, that's, a, that's a great point, isn't it? And it's, a, it's an awesome place to finish our chat, mate, is, you know, it's, and, and it's, a, it's great insight for me that you still get to be on the court mm, by coaching. Yeah. And you still coach competitively, and um, I reckon I've coached one game against you. I think, yeah, it, it was only, it was recently, mm-hmm. and I think uh, it was a bit of a, one of those, you know, all the craziness in the last, 20 seconds. I think we lost the game by two points or something. Uh, caught four there. But anyway. Um, yeah, I didn't freeze the ball out at the finish, did I? You probably. <laughs> you probably told your kid to tie his shoelace up with yeah, 10 yeah. seconds to go or something. But, um, don't worry, mate. I watch all those things. I'm trying yeah. to learn myself. Yeah. Um, but, mate, no, look, thanks so much. Um, I, th- I think there's 101 more stories to tell. Um, <laughs> Just a few. But it's, it, it's awesome. And I think that... Um, you know, for me, on behalf of all the kids that are learning from you, you know, thanks for what you give. Um, it's, 
I know, you know, I talked to some of the parents or I have talked to parents that whose kids you have worked with, you know, Jack Bakewell, and I've talked to Joes and they just think, you know, it's superstardom for where <laughs> they are, you know. And yeah. I know you're a humble bloke, mate, and not into all that sort of stuff, but appreciate you coming on so much. It's really cool. Uh, let's hope thousands of people listen to this, and I reckon they will. Um, basketball community will get behind it, have a listen. Um, and, yeah, we will... Um, We'll catch up. We might we might even do another one. Yeah, we there's lots of things we haven't talked about. Probably, yeah, there's a few. We might have to have a chat about the state of basketball in the region another mm-hmm. day. Yep, I Big think you've one. got some some uh, mm. some insight into that. So yeah. let's do that. But mate, um, thanks so much um, for everyone listening out there. Um, keep hitting up the podcast. Um, yeah, this is number five, I think. So getting there slowly. Um, but I'll keep uh, doing it until someone tells me to stop. <laughs> it's like my coaching. I'll keep exactly. doing it until somebody tells me to stop. Awesome. Yeah. All right, thank you, mate.